Welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast with IT leaders who are driving the future of a software-defined infrastructure-based data center. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be in the world. My name is Jake Smith, and welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud. I'm joined today by Jim Seneca from VMware, Director of Technical Marketing. Welcome. Thank you. So, Jim, why don't you tell our listeners what you do at VMware and a little bit about VMware for those listeners who've been living in a cave for the last decade. I lead a technical marketing team for what we call the Integrated Systems Business Unit at VMware. I manage some very smart guys that really talk about how to leverage all of our products together to form what we call the Software Defined Data Center. So, VMware has been the leader in server virtualization for a number of years. We also do a lot of cloud management. We've got our own storage solutions, network virtualization, storage virtualization, et cetera. So the the software-defined data center is the stack of server virtualization, storage virtualization, network virtualization, and layer on workload management, workload automation type stuff. So my team takes care of doing demos, uh, white papers, and that type of stuff to talk about how to use this kind of big picture, complex technology is as easy as possible. So talk to our listeners a little bit about VMware Cloud Foundation, because that's really where this all comes together. The world's changing, it's getting more complex, but really VMware is really building a more simplified architecture than ever before. Sure. A number of years ago, we started a program called VMware Validated Design. So there's a number of component products. I mentioned them earlier, you know, vSphere, vSAN for our storage virtualization, NSX for our network virtualization. And then there's a whole stack called the vRealize Suite, which deals with workload automation, cloud monitoring and management. All those pieces together could conceivably be configured in multiple ways. The VMware Validated Designs really tie all that together into a best of breed or best practice way to deploy these in ways that we continuously test We make sure that you get the upgrade individual components. We make sure that we test everything at scale. So if you're running thousands of operations an hour, all that stuff works. So the validated design program has been around for several years. Cloud Foundation really takes that design and productizes it. We have got a single package you can procure, install, configure, and maintain that takes the entire stack of those components deploys it in accordance with the VMware validated design. So now you have vSphere, NSX, vSAN, and the vRealize components deployed in accordance with the validated design. We provide the ability to do lifecycle management for those components over time. And then once the system is actually up and running, once Cloud Foundation is implemented, we provide a bunch of automation that makes it easier to operate. So we'll have to take a little brief side journey here into something called a workload domain where We're standing up a set of infrastructure specific to customer workloads. So if I want to stand up something to support developers, I may have one particular flavor of workload domain. If I have another one for remote desktops, is another great example, I would have a different tuned workload domain. And what Cloud Foundation does is automates that deployment as well. So once all the bits are installed the way they're supposed to, we're allowing you to stand up infrastructure. And this is, if you've been around VMware for a while, this is a vSphere cluster with all of these additional software components enabled, tuned to do a specific job. So workload domain is our way now of abstracting away some of this complexity. Can you talk a little bit about how 
data center modernization really affects this transition and what it does for users when they take advantage of VMware Cloud Foundation. We are seeing tremendous advances in requirements on a private data center, and that's really in many ways what's been driving the push into public cloud as well. I need the ability to stand up an environment that has very specific storage compute network requirements to fit my needs, and I need to be able to tear it down and rebuild it quickly. So it's the build quick, fail fast, and rebuild kind of mentality. It has been very successful in the public cloud. I can, you know, essentially to oversimplify it, swipe my credit card and stand up infrastructure quickly. And traditional data centers have really struggled to keep up with that. You know, we've had monolithic applications or monolithic designs that run for an extended period of time, years at a time for certain types of infrastructure. What Cloud Foundation and where VMware is going with the private cloud is to take the flexibility or the agility of the public cloud and be able to implement that same set of functions in-house and keep your data inside. So there's a very valid place for running workloads in the public cloud. There are also a percentage of workloads due to governance or security requirements or anything else where you would like them to run in-house for your own reasons. And what you've been lacking in the past is the ability to do it as quickly or smoothly or as agile as the public. So Cloud Foundation, with the entire vRealize stack in there, is designed to give you that public cloud agility inside your own data center. We also implement Cloud Foundation and a number of public service providers. And what that gives you the ability to do is potentially deploy your private cloud on VMware technology and pair up with a service provider providing Cloud Foundation in the public space. That makes it very simple to migrate workloads around. So we talk a lot about the hybrid cloud to us, especially to my team, when we talk about hybrid cloud, we are specifically saying a VMware-based platform on your own private data center and a VMware-based platform on the public side, which means we can do stuff like vMotion. You know, it's been the magic for VMware for years. We can move workloads live between on-prem and off-prem pretty much seamlessly. Certainly, the 16, 17 years of development between our organizations has certainly helped, and VT Flex migration certainly is optimized for vMotion capabilities. Talk a little bit about the role of Intel Select Solution. What Intel Select does is it allows you to take the questions out of how do I achieve certain performance aspects. So the Intel Select program is going to be able to say, With this configuration, if you are looking for certain performance numbers, and there's a number of different benchmarks involved here, we can give you the hardware specifications up front. So rather than design it, test it, hope for the best with overall performance when you're done, going down the path of Cloud Foundation Intel Select is allowing these two companies to basically pre-plan the performance and the software configuration aspect and allow you to be up and running at the performance you need much quicker. Can you tell us a little bit about the technologies that VMware takes advantage of in Cloud Foundation and how those technologies are really allowing those, I like to say, the illities to grow, flexibility, agility, and sustainability? Overall, with Cloud Foundation, agility is going to be how fast can I stand up a workload domain, essentially a virtualized environment for a specific task How fast can I stand up the underlying infrastructure, compute storage and network? You layer in the Intel Select stuff to give you the overall performance numbers for that. 
that's the, the infrastructure. On top of that, we're really leveraging the B-Realize suite with B-Realize automation to allow me to do workload automation. I need to deploy a complex application. I can do that with a click of a button from a template. We also have what's called the B-Realize marketplace, which has predefined templates. So if I need to deploy the latest developer stack or to go back a number of years, a LAMP stack, this traditional application type stack, I can download a template and push that out quickly in various sizes. So agility in terms of infrastructure is the overall workload domain. Agility in terms of workloads themselves would be using workload automation with vRealize automation, monitoring and managing that using our vRealize operations or vROPs as we typically call it to give you alerting when we're seeing performance issues or server health issues, that all falls up to VROPs. And on top of that, being able to patch the entire stack from a single place using the Cloud Foundation interface for lifecycle management. The most recent packaging for Cloud Foundation also includes something we call NSX Hybrid Connect. This is a tool that allows us to connect on-prem, private data center, private cloud, to your public cloud provider almost with basically the click of a button. It'll allow you to stand up your layer two tunneling. It'll allow you to migrate workloads between them. So in the past, connecting a private data center to a public data center did involve some level of network setup. You had to worry about VPN connections, layer two extensions, all that stuff. With Cloud Foundation and NSX hybrid connect technology, it is really a couple of clicks away to have your VPN tunneling or your layer two tunneling established between sites and being able to transparently move workloads around. The transparent workload migration has been something that VMware has been pioneering in the industry for a while. Talk a little bit about how VCF extends that or VMware Cloud Foundation extends that. Well, first off, Cloud Foundation is giving you a predefined configuration or a software stack that we already know about on-prem. If we do the same thing, consuming from a public cloud provider using Cloud Foundation, we can eliminate the differences between platforms. In order to move workloads between the sites, you're going to have to have a compatible hypervisor platform underneath. Being based on Cloud Foundation takes care of that because the workloads move in a running state. Ideally, we're going to have to have the same layer two or the same IP addressing. The workload is going to come from site A. When it gets to site B, it has to show up in a running state and expect its network to be there. That's stretching your layer two network. That's essentially the function of the NSX Hybrid Connect. And then everything gets tied together using the traditional vCenter UI to, to operate it. So it's a comfortable user interface for our users. The ability to move workloads is important. Not always are you going to live migrate stuff, but establishing the same exact operating procedures for both your on-prem and your off-prem makes things a lot simpler. And potentially, if projects get much bigger and you need to leverage external capacity, one reason for doing this, or if projects age out and the actual workloads become lower priority, maybe they get moved off-site. The decision on where to run stuff is really a business-driven decision, but the technology should not stand in your way. Where can our listeners learn more about VMware Cloud Foundation? VMware.com slash products slash cloud dash foundation is the best place to start. Come to VMworld. We're going to have a ton of discussion on Cloud Foundation, lots of booth space, so that's the best place to come. Beyond that, just hit the website. Outstanding. Well, Jim, on behalf of Intel, I'd like to thank you for joining us. This has been Jake Smith from Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud with Jim Seneca from VMware, Director of Technical Marketing for the VMware Integrated Systems Business Unit. Wherever you may have listened to this podcast, have a great morning, 
Good afternoon or spectacular evening. Yeah.